Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this, I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter, that's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, Brain Stuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and you've seen the trope. A mental battle rages between a heroic character and her nemesis. As the struggle wears on, we see the first signs of the toll it must be taking. A trickle of blood, ruby red, appears at one nostril. The strain of invisible psychic abilities is admittedly difficult to illustrate in a visual medium. Perhaps that's why so many authors of comic books, television shows, and movies turn to this tried-and-true trope, the psychic nosebleed. When blood comes from a character's nose, it signifies that the character is exerting themselves. After all, blood vessels can rupture thanks to physical exertion, as many a weightlifter knows, so perhaps psychic powers could cause some sort of cranial pressure buildup. It's concise and visceral in a way that a mere facial twitch, drop of sweat, or vein throb can't cover. It's become such a common way to imply a mind pushed to its limits that the Comics Meets Medicine blog, Polite Descent, has been tracking its appearance in comics for nearly a decade. The site even gave the fictional phenomenon a name. 
epistaxis telepathica, uh, the medical term for a nosebleed being epistaxis. The psychic nosebleed has appeared in more than just comics, of course. Beyond comic book adaptations like the 2005 film Fantastic Four and the TV series Smallville, and media directly influenced by comics like Heroes and Chronicle, to other genre media like The Fifth Element, Star Trek, and Carnival. It also features prominently in the Netflix series Stranger Things, in which a mysterious girl called Eleven escapes a creepy government laboratory, then uses her telekinetic powers against her former captors and some transdimensional creepy crawlies. The internal severity of these psychic abilities is evidenced by the blood that trickles sometimes from Eleven's nose. Stranger Things pays homage to pop culture from the 1980s with a Spielberg meets Carpenter meets Stephen King sort of vibe, so it's fitting that one of the earliest cinematic instances of the psychic nosebleed appears in the 1984 film adaptation of Stephen King's Firestarter. A seven-year-old girl named Charlie starts fires using the power of her mind, evidenced not only by flames, but by the occasional nosebleed. But for some of the earliest psychic nosebleeds, we're going to have to go back to the 1981 paranormal thriller Scanners from David Cronenberg. It's the first film to clearly connect nasal bleeding with psychic exertion. In the movie, Scanners are people born with telepathic and telekinetic powers, the extreme use of which makes them subject to nosebleeds, and more. But if psychic powers really existed, how might this work? There's a theory that using psychic powers could raise the pressure of your cerebrospinal fluid, but pressure in this fluid, which surrounds the brain and spinal cord, would not cause a nosebleed. It would cause a coma. It's actually more likely that a nosebleed would be brought on by enthusiastic nose-picking. The scientific term for that, by the way, is epistaxis digitorum. While the appearance of nosebleeds adds to the nostalgic 80s drama of Stranger Things, actual nosebleeds can be dramatic and horrific on their own, any time a body part starts spouting copious amounts of blood, it's bound to cause a ruckus. It seems but a small leap to connect nosebleeds to fictional worlds. But that's all it is, fiction. Nosebleeds are not caused by how hard we use our brains. If that were true, think of all the situations we'd need tissues for. Tests, job interviews, presentations. Surgeons might bleed more than their patients. The majority of nosebleeds in real life are caused by fist-versus-nose or finger-versus-nose collisions. Infections, allergen irritations, and foreign bodies can also be to blame. And high blood pressure can cause one, although it's lower on the list of dangers than strokes or heart attacks. Most nosebleeds occur during winter months and are exacerbated by climates that are dry and cold. The vast majority, about 90% of nosebleeds, are of the anterior variety, caused by the rupture of a blood vessel at the front part of the nose. These nosebleeds are relatively easy to control and usually stop within a few minutes. Posterior nosebleeds are a different story and are caused by an arterial rupture at the back of the nose. Most common in elderly people, posterior nosebleeds are difficult to stop and usually require hospital admission. Of course, all of this isn't to say that we're not prepared to suspend our disbelief. Just in case fiction starts bleeding over into reality, we wouldn't want to think about it too hard. Today's episode was written by Lori L. Dove and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other bloody cool topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.